Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. I'm Dick Yoliano. In Prince George's County, police identify the victim of that deadly mall shooting. I'm Melissa Howell. Six months later, where do the investigations into the threats against historically black colleges stand? I'm Mike Marillo. More late baseball for the Nats tonight. They're in San Diego. The Dow is down 292 points today. It's 11 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by NHTSA. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. Shelling around a Russian-held nuclear plant in Ukraine has stoked international fears of a catastrophe on the continent. CBS's Charlie Daggett has more. The brinksmanship follows two weeks of intensive shelling, both sides trading artillery strikes and accusations. The UN Secretary General has called the attacks on the plant suicide. If we demilitarize, as we propose, the plant, the problem will be solved. The U.S. will, for the first time, give Ukraine Scan Eagle surveillance drones, mine-resistant vehicles, and mine-clearing equipment to mount a military counteroffensive against Russian forces. It's a nearly $800 million aid package. British national El-Sheikh Fi El-Sheikh, an ISIS member who was responsible for the killing of four American hostages, learns his sentence in a U.S. courtroom. Loyola Law School professor Lori Lavin said... He was a particularly brutal individual who would torture and mock his victims. But he was sentenced, and he will never get out of prison for the rest of his life. A new twist in the saga of the search of former President Trump's Mar-a-Lago home. CBS's Nicole Skanga tells us what might be the next move from the Trump camp. CBS News has learned former President Donald Trump's legal team may soon file a motion that would seek the appointment of an independent lawyer known as a special master. Their task? To examine the seized documents and determine whether any of the material retrieved by the FBI might be privileged. The development comes as a federal judge in Florida has indicated he'll consider unsealing parts of the affidavit behind the search. As the CDC looks to improve its response to outbreaks of diseases, its director doesn't hold back in her criticism of her agency during COVID. CBS's Margaret Brennan has more. CBS News has obtained an internal message sent by CDC Director Rochelle Walensky to staff this week in which she acknowledged that the health agency made pretty dramatic, pretty public mistakes. Dr. Walensky called it a watershed moment and said the CDC has to make systemic changes to protect the safety health and security of all Americans. Today's pregame tribute in the Little League World Series on ESPN has centered around a 12-year-old member of the Santa Clara, Utah team. We dedicate this entire broadcast to the continued improvement of Easton Oliverson. Oliverson rolled off the top bunk bed while asleep in the Little League's dorms in Williamsport, Pennsylvania, and fractured his skull. He's in fair condition, and one of his doctors says he is expected to make a near-complete recovery. This is CBS News. Never miss a moment. Top news from WTOP 24-7, 365. Listen on air, on Alexa, and on the WTOP app. It's 11.03 on Friday, August 19th. About 80 degrees in our nation's capital tonight. 
Good evening. I'm Kristen Wright. The top stories at this hour. Fairfax County is investigating its system of background checks and recommendations after firing a school counselor it learned had a criminal history. WTOP's Dick Giuliano has a story. Fairfax County Public School Superintendent Michelle Reed says she's ordered a third-party independent review into how Darren Thornton was employed as Glasgow Middle School counselor, even though he was convicted of soliciting prostitution from a minor outside Fairfax County. I understand this news is clearly a breach of trust uh, with our community. And I want our community to know that we're taking the situation very seriously. Reed says all new employees of the school system will have full background and reference checks completed before school starts. And all employees' background and reference checks are being reviewed. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. We've reached out to former Fairfax County Superintendent Scott Braban for comment. To improve safety, students won't be standing along, along Blake Lane in Fairfax County this year waiting for school buses. Two Oakton High School students were killed in June when they were struck at Blake Lane and Five Oaks Road. School board member Carl Frisch says a safety study has sparked major changes for Blake Lane bus stops. There are 22 stops that are being adjusted here. Six will remain on uh, Blake Lane, but those students will not stand on Blake Lane. They will stand on the side street. The road also has new signs cautioning drivers to watch for children and warning of a $200 additional fine for speeding. A driver convicted of taking part in a deadly drag race in Montgomery County, Maryland in 2019 has learned his sentence. 29-year-old Noe Suriel of Silver Spring has been sentenced to five years in prison on charges of driving a motor vehicle in a race or speed contest and gross negligent manslaughter. Prosecutors say Suriel and two other drivers were racing each other on Georgia Avenue until all three cars hit a fourth car that was trying to turn onto an entrance ramp to the ICC. The driver of that car, 32-year-old Rene Antonio Hernandez, Jr. of Olney, was killed. The two other drivers pleaded guilty to similar charges and faced sentencing in September. In Prince George's County, police have identified the man killed during a shooting in a mall food court. 20-year-old Darian Herring was shot and killed yesterday afternoon in Hyattsville. It happened at the mall at Prince George's. Police are now searching for a man who is believed to be a suspect in the shooting. The city's police chief says the shooting was not random and is the second at the mall so far this year. The mall has since increased security. Officials are asking for the public's help. A reward of up to $25,000 is being offered for any information that leads to an arrest. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. We have photos of the suspected shooter at WTOP.com. In January and February, a number of historically black colleges and universities received bomb threats, including some in our area. So far, none of the cases is closed. Six months later and no arrests. It's not something that's necessarily shocking. That's according to sophomore Cody Sims of Milwaukee, who's moving into his Howard dorm. He says the threats themselves. It's still evidence of racism occurring in the neighborhood and in the community as well, Style. So. The FBI says it continues to pursue leads and identify those responsible in what it calls criminally and racially motivated threats of violence. For freshman Maya Clayton, she hopes to one day see arrests, but when it comes to if she feels safe here. Just like, you know, walking around here on Georgia Ave and, um, uh, it's pretty safe, relatively safe, yeah, I would say. At Howard University, Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, CBS News congressional correspondent Scott McFarland pre previews an important hearing in the investigation into the January 6th assault on the Capitol. It's 11.07. Going up.
If so, you already know the International Union of Elevator Constructors Local 10. From Dulles Airport to the West Wing of the White House, IUEC Local 10 services the D.C. area's most important elevators, escalators, and moving walkways. With IUEC Local 10, you're getting extensively trained constructors from a federally registered national apprenticeship program. To partner with us, go to elevatorinfo.org. IUEC Local 10, a proud supporter of Helmets to Hard Hats. Exonius Federal Systems helps federal government aid. A financial plan isn't just about money. It's about what matters most to you, like protecting your family, supporting your community, and building a legacy for future generations. At Northwestern Mutual, we start with a conversation about the life you want to live now and years from now. Whether you're paying down debt, saving for college, or planning for retirement, we have an eye on your bigger picture. Get access to our financial expertise at harlem.nm.com. The Northwestern Mutual Life Insurance Company, headquartered in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 